Do you think it's too early for Dead or Not Dead because Bob Barker? Should we wait? Let's wait. Veronica, okay. We'll wait. I think we'll wait. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with family and friends, conversations about uh, pop culture, trends, headlines in the news, TV shows, music, specifically country music, plus often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can I hear you. Me? Yes, I hear you. How much time do you think you and I spend saying to each other, can, can you, you hear, hear me? me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? What are you a lot doing? Like, just yelling at each other through technology. Yes, quite a bit. And we're not mad at each other. We're mad no, at technology. But it's very frustrating. I deal with it every day. I deal yeah, with it every day. And then the other day. person thinks that you're yelling at them, but you're not. No. Not necessarily. No. Just frustrated. Huh? Just frustrated. You're yelling at me? I was not yelling at you. I'm not talking about now. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, hello, hello, are you there? Are you there? Hello? Uh. Huh? Hello? Let's get underway. Are the you sooner there? we start, the sooner we finish. If you're listening to 90s country, if you're listening to country music in the 90s, you recognize this song from Sammy Kershaw, Vidalia. And this has helped me to remember on radio, uh, we've had to be very tuned into this hurricane. Uh, Vidalia was this song from Sammy Kershaw back in the 90s. And the, the hurricane is Idalia. And that's how I've kind of made the connection and remembered her name while we've been on the air talking about it. You always gotta make me cry. Sweet Vidalia, you always got to make me cry. Sammy Kershaw. I never paid no attention to a girl before Till the day I saw you standing in the Sunday school door One boy sort of snickered when the road was red Till you laid the word of God inside of you I said Vidalia, Vidalia Girl, won't you tell me why Jamie Kershaw, the Bay 985. Well, everybody knows that. I'm, my name's Donna, and I'm Katie's wife. And so we are under Hurricane Watchola here. You know, as we sit here, um, Florida's getting pounded by uh, Hurricane, let's get this right. Adelia. Not Adina Menzel. No, not Hurricane Adina. Hurricane No, which it would be easier. It would be much easier. Okay, so here's my question. How did they come up? How did they, I know they have this list of names, but was Adelia up next? Well, I think she'd probably have to be, or there'd be somebody raising hell. Whoever had her Why on the. Why uh, just be Hurricane Ida? Why does it have to be Hurricane Idalia? Because Idalia is, rhymes with Vidalia. It's in the Georgia onion. The sweet Georgia Vidalia It makes onion. no sense. Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, it would be much easier for the press to just uh, say. There goes your ring notification, Donna. Who's there? Uh, they're dropping off some dry cleaning. I bet they are. I find it very ironic. There's things in life that I find ironic about you. You ready for them? Oh, I guess, yeah. Shoot. Okay. You took such exception to my uh, ring cameras when I put them up. Right. Mm -hmm. How did you go from somebody who had a problem with cameras to someone who wanted so many cameras? I felt the need for security, okay. Donna. I felt the need for security. Uh, I wanted to feel safe. Okay. Um, yeah, next. And, which I did, too, when I put put them up, and uh -huh. you seemed to have massive issues with uh -huh. them. Okay, and then um, you would mm. never join a circle. Is that correct? Well, I did. Oh, excuse me. I did one time in college, and it was it was cool, you know, and then as I've grown older, um, you know, I've been a little more willing to participate in that type of setting, but I, uh, hello? What was the question again? 
Like you never wanted to be in the circle to, for people to oh. know like where you were. Um, well, it's not necessarily locations that. and so forth. Right, it's not necessarily that. It's that I'm, I'm, I always felt as if that app and that platform was more meant to be used by young children. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you mean the Life Three Hundred and Sixty? Yes. Okay. Have you participated? But you now are okay with being tracked or tracking people. You've cha- you changed on that. Well, I don't track, nor do I. Am I tracked? But there maybe are people in your circle that you keep up with outside of the nine to five or midnight to two or nine to 10, depending depending on the day. Do you see the irony in you sometimes? I do. Would you, can we start every episode with you pointing the irony out (laughs) to me about my own life? Would you, can we do, let's make a note. Let's make a note. Hans and Carl, Hans and Carl in the booth. Would you guys make a note, please? We're going to lead every episode through the remainder of the year. Uh, Donna's going to point out the irony, the irony uh, in my life, my current life. Yes. All right. None of that? All right, Doc. Yes. That's I-R-O-N-Y. Okay, so here's what I'm talking about. There is, <laughs> yes. So there is um, an article that is circulating um, about a place that I used to work at. Um, and it is an article about Atlanta Magazine. I want to talk about this a little bit because I think this is kind of interesting. Hopefully people will find this semi-interesting. If you don't, you can just probably move on. But um, So I used to work at Atlanta Magazine. I worked for there for three years. And I worked in sales and advertising. And I had never done print before. I'd always done radio sales. And I always thought the print was just like so boring in a way. Like that's where people who sell, it was kind of always a joke in media that if you went to sell print, you were on what they call the back nine. Do you know what that means? Print or billboards. Back nine would be the final nine holes of golf. The back half of your life, right? Yeah. It's kind of where you went before you officially took your retirement lap because it just, print always wasn't quite as exciting as like radio and that type of thing. And so I went to work for Atlanta Magazine um, and I pride myself on the fact that I kind of brought a little bit of radio to Atlanta Magazine because um, I just came about it from a whole different perspective. I would come in and say, hey, what if we did this event or what if we tied this into this? And they're like, "Eh, we don't really do that. But I mean, they were, they did a lot of events in the city of Atlanta. We were a city magazine and we were charged with reporting everything that happened in the city while selling advertising to plastic surgeons, um, doctors who, you know, did teeth rejuvenation, um, package stores, high, high, yeah, high rise businesses, I mean, high rise buildings that were being sold for, you know, gazillions of dollars and so there was just this strange dichotomy of being a city magazine and reporting on everything that's going on in the city but then having mainly a suburban white clientele for advertising and so the article that actually came out today was written in the washington post and it specifically calls out our publisher sean i know who sean sean who you know who lives out here and, and, and has worked for atlanta magazine for over two decades and it was interesting because I was talking with Carl Appen, who the Appens produce our podcast, and they are in local journalism themselves, and we were texting back and forth about it. And someone recorded Sean in a meeting. Oh, no. And there, I don't know, you, so you haven't had time to read it. I have not had time to read it. No, I'm not. You sent the link. I have yeah, not had time to listen. Or here, read it. Yeah, yeah no, I, that's fine. I just, it's crazy. Um, so someone recorded the meeting, and it was him talking about recent covers and situations with the drag queen and um, a a hip hop artist and, you know, basically saying that the content was too urban. It was too woke. um, And, you know, the editorial staff, a lot of them put in their notices and have left and are leaving right now. Um, Betsy Riley, who'd been the 
um, editor forever. Steve Finnessy was the editor prior to that, is also has put in her notice. And so it's quite an interesting article about journalism. Right, right. And who should control what is written. And it's funny, you know, talking to Carl about, not funny, but it's just an interesting conversation because being on the inside of it, there are things that I understand about what Sean said. However, did he use the right terminology? No. And he, he, he said at the beginning of the meeting, I want to apologize in advance if I'm not using the correct language, but I just have to kind of talk about these subjects that are lightning rods and talk about the fact that he was saying the powers that be above him did not want these subjects on the cover. But I think, take all of that out of this, and if you're not interested in this conversation, it's a bigger conversation of woke society and versus revenue. And I think nobody is more in the crossroads of that than like, you know, print media, media and especially yeah. print. You can even say podcasting to a certain extent because, you know, Joe Rogan is very unapologetic about how he feels. And so um, there are certain sponsors who have not, you know, even though it is one of the most downloaded podcasts or probably the most downloaded podcast, there are sponsors who don't want to work with him because they do not agree with his ideology and his cussing and things he says and things he puts out there. And, you know, I was saying to Carl, I think that's why print is suffering so much and that's why digital has become such a successful way to read the New York Times or the Washington Post. I mean, I don't read the, I read the New York Times only digitally and, you know, most magazines and things, I newspapers I read digitally. And it's because you can pick and choose on that same platform, say for the New York Times, you could have an article about private schools and an article about kids and gender-affirming surgeries. But you as the consumer get to choose whether or not you want to read that story. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Whereas when it's in print form, there's only nine, say nine, ten articles that are going to make, if even that many, that are going to make it into a book. And which, you're forced to read issue, those articles. Which is an issue, an issue of the magazine. An book. issue, correct, a monthly issue. And, you know, they were. he was saying that they had a, you know, there was an article about brunch and they had a drag queen on the cover and he was like, you know, it's just very off-putting to certain people. But editorial's position is it's colorful, it's splashy, it catches people's eye, which you also need on newsstands. Yes. And look at what you're you know, competing. To get people to pick up the issue right. and read it. And look at what you're competing and against. And I just, I found this right. And I found it so interesting because, first of all, it's a place that I worked, but also it's just this crossroads where editorial content meets, you know, viability from a revenue standpoint. And how do you mirror those together? You know, radio was not without that. You know, there were times when there could be a story, let's say, about Home Depot that was trending all over, you know, the city. Perhaps it was when, you know, the employee of Home Depot left his child in the car. You remember how that story, you just could not get away from it. But at the time, if you were on Kicks or on the radio in Home Depot, and they, there have been periods where they were, where they were the number one advertiser, would you have told the story but maybe have not focused so much on the Home Depot element? Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I do. And I was put in that position because it depended on how much money they were spending. It depended on um, how long they'd run with the radio station. If you, if, if you were the cause of lost revenue, if you caused revenue to be lost as a personality by something that you said on the air, uh, you could be let go. You could be let go. There are clauses in the contracts that say 
um, you know, whatever that you, you can't speak poorly or, or, you know, whatever of a, a client and et cetera, et cetera. Um, biggies like the Home Depot, especially Atlanta-based companies, Coca-Cola, UPS, the Home Depot, um, Delta, companies like that. You, I, I would protect a little bit. Now, that we're on uh, the Bear 985, a South Atlanta-based radio station that uh, targets Peachtree City and uh, Fayetteville and uh, the south side of Atlanta and Hartsfield, uh, specifically the busiest airport in the world. Uh, PTC, Peachtree City, and Fayetteville have huge, massive uh, areas of uh, folks you know, that, that call those places home that work in the aviation industry and travel to Hartsfield every day to work. So we're aware of that as well. Not only the aviation industry, but certainly Delta. You know? So I, I, I'm guilty as charged if, if there is such a thing. If you're handing out tickets, I'll yeah. take one. I'll take one. I protected the, uh, the yeah, Atlanta-based companies. I think it's really... Um I think it's really, really interesting. And, and I, um, let's see, on one hand, because I know Sean so well, I felt sorry for him because he is going to, this is going to cause some waves without a doubt. Um, and potentially could cost him his job. I just want to say that. But um, there were over 440 something comments this morning when the story broke. And I expected them all to be like, white suburban man, doesn't understand, shouldn't be the publisher. It was interesting how, there were a lot of people who just simply questioned like, you know, I would love to see how it affected readership, you know, well, if they the want subscriptions to be, down. If they want to be transparent about which it. Which they were. They I'm were not being, saying yeah. because of this. I think subscriptions were down just because, yeah, it's print. You know, did it affect advertising? Yes. I know there was one particular issue when I was there that we did a whole issue on Atlanta after dark. I had many advertisers who chose to skip that issue. So, I do see both sides of the coin, and I think it's just, um, it's been very interesting to watch somewhere that you worked that becomes such a lightning rod all of a sudden for the conversation about free speech, editorial liberties, and commerce, you know, and, and it's just, uh, whether you're, whatever media you're in, if you are in the media, it's, it's always at the forefront of your mind, and that's why sales and programming rarely mixed, because... You know, programming doesn't want sales telling them what, what to, to talk about. And, and the do. dollar, no the dollar, than the dollar rocks. Don't tell us what to write about. Right. Yeah. The dollar runs the world, and, and, you know, and, and, and radio stations and any other business in the world, but also certainly media. And we've seen it in print with you. We've seen it in, in, in radio for both of us, podcasting for both of us. Do you ever sell billboards? If you're selling billboards, you were considered old too. You're out to, out to pasture soon, right? Yeah, no, but I think that it also can happen in today's world. You can get yourself caught up in this and not even mean to via your social media. Yeah, true. You know, how many people who are not even in like a position of like a CEO or a CFO job, but how many people have posted something on their social media? And I mean, it could be from 11 years ago and have lost their jobs because someone went and found it or dug it up or, you know, and maybe you in. thought it was a joke or it was a funny meme or whatever. And... Yeah, you get called out and lose your job. This is Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast. Check us out weekday mornings, 530 till 10, the Bear 92.5 Atlanta. All right, 530 till 10. We're up early, Donna. We're with you every day, Monday through Friday. You're waking up with Cadillac Jack and Donna. Hurricane Adelia, Adelia, Adina. Adelia. Uh, thank you, Donna. I'm so glad you're here. 
Well, here, Florida is a cat three. Listen, I'm not the one to listen to. I'm not the one to, to listen to when there's severe weather headed our way because I'm colorblind. I can't look at a map and tell you if it's red, blue, or green or gray. You know, so I'm not your go-to guy for uh, severe weather, being colorblind. I have some uh, debilitating uh, uh, problems Ugh. that could keep me from, from delivering accurate yeah, current how, weather. How did this yes. report about Hurricane Idalia turn into something about you um, and your limitations? Well, because everything comes back to Cadillac Jack, right? Uh, no. no. Yeah. Oh, Donna, Donna. Donna. Oh, Donna, Donna, Donna. Hey. Uh, Bren Briggs, who is the executive director of a nonprofit we work with on the Bear 925 called uh, The Eden Project, which helps those in the military and, and citizens that have been deployed in the U.S. military return to America as, as citizens and have some support, have some help, you know, have some help, make it a lot easier to, to, to transition back to civilian life. And Bren, he took me down. He beat me, Donna. Here is that moment from uh, the Cadillac and Donna Morning Show, The Bear 92.5. We start every morning by singing the song, Can't Be Caddy. That's where you jump in every morning at 720 and sing, Yes, you can't be caddy. Um, one more time, Donna. Yeah, you can't be caddy. Why is that now? Because caddy's the man. You got to be. be and many don't. Many don't. Most don't. It's nearly impossible to take me down. As uh, proven with my current, uh, well, was until yesterday, my massive 28-win run streak, or 28-run win streak. Bryn served in two different military installments, the U.S. Marines and the U.S. Army. Yes, he had two different, uh, not tours of duty, he had a total of 20 tours of duty, didn't he tell us? But he served in both the Marines and the Army. Well, he re-enlisted. Yeah. I think he went, first went Army, and then he re-enlisted as a Marine eight years later. It's like, what? Eden-Project.com. Eden, E-D-E-N-Project.com. Here is a Bren Briggs with this big moment. I'll tell you, he does very well. When it's his turn in the hot seat, we can't be caddy. A 20-second pop culture trivia showdown. I served eight years in the Marine Corps and 20 in the Army. And uh, what did you serve, Cadillac Jack? What kind of man are you? I'm, I'm sorry, do what, Donna? <laughs> I said, what, 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 what did you serve? What kind of man are you? I served... Um, French I was, fries. I, I, yep, you served some fries. I was flag patrol at Clyde Campbell Elementary School, third okay. grade. Um, you worked in... I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, go ahead. You worked parking lot duty for one week at the church and gave up. I don't recall. Yes, I, I don't do. Don't that at all. And you did some tech. You you served uh, on the technology. Yes. Group at the church for a while. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. oh, there you all go. These accolades. Hey, what do you got? What do you got, Brian? What do you got over there? Huh? Just five combat tours. I mean, right. what do you got? <laughs> all right, let's yeah. get underway and uh, see what happens here. Can't be caddy. The Bear ninety two five. Take it, Donna. Okay, so because we are dealing with a real man, Brian. Oh, oh The, no. the trivia is about real men. Things about men that certainly you two will know because hey, you're men, this, right? This is, you two talked. Y'all spoken, no, and this is a setup. No, we didn't. This is a setup. No. Okay, here we go. Brent, if you get more questions right than Caddy, you win. And if Caddy gets more questions right than you, he wins. And remember, all ties go to Caddy because it's not called Can't Tie Caddy. It's called What What? What, what, what? Can't, can't Be Caddy. Contest name right. that way for a reason. Name that yes, way for a reason. here we go. It is not fair for Caddy to hear the questions I'm about to ask you, so why don't you ask Caddy to leave the main studio? Caddy, please leave the main studio. Now, what's interesting about this, because I get asked this question all the time, do you really leave the studio? And the answer is yes, and you're going you're to visualize that. I will watch you walk out. out the studio door, the Brightmore right. Healthcare yeah. Studios. With your timer. With my bullet timepiece from Town Square Jewelers. Okay. It's is the that, bullet. That's what I said. Okay, good. All right, here we go. Caddy is out. 20-second timer will start after I ask the first question. And remember, if you don't know the answer, you can say pass because the 20-second timer will go fast. Are you ready? I am ready. Here we go. 
Question number one, true or false, men lie on average six times a day. True. Question number two, engine strength is measured by what? Horsepower. Question number three, Thor is the god of what? Thunder. Question number four, what are smaller pieces of wood needed to start a fire? Are they wood chips or kindling? Kindling. Now, if Brent Briggs from the Eden Project is able to take me down at 25 wins in a row. He's going to kick your butt. Let me just tell you. Hang on. <laughs> hang on I'll just get my headphones on. I heard nothing about that. 28 wins in a row now. Uh, if, 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 if you take it from me, $500 cash Ooh. to the Eden Project right now. Okay, we'll get out your checkbook, pocket. brother. Got no checkbook. Cash. Get it ready. Got cash. How get did, it ready. How did, how did Brent do? Uh, he got four out of five right. Wow. Not surprised. And I mean, it was like seamless. Hey, He's Donna, rolling through them. Donna, that's enough. That's enough. Like taking candy from a baby. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. All right, so I got to get to at least four. This is tight. Yeah. I've been this tight a long time. Ryan's been with us for two weeks, I think. Seems like yeah. anyway. Okay, you ready? I'm ready, Donna. Here we go. Question number one True or false? Men lie on average six times a day. False. Question number two Engine strength is measured by what? Horsepower. Question number three Thor is the god of what? Ah, uh, ah, uh, thunder. Question number four. What are smaller pieces of wood needed to start a fire? Wood chips or kindling? Kindling. Time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Cadillac Jack. Cadillac Jack. Jack. Here's what shocks me. What's that? This is because. You got in, now, question number two. Engine strength is measured by horsepower. You got that right. Horse Brendan. Um, question number three. <laughs> Thor is the god of what? You got that right, Cadillac Jack. Thunder. I had no idea. That was a... That was a Absolutely, I'll turn myself in. That was just a yeah, that was a reach. Both of you got that right. Okay. Both of you got what are smaller pieces of wood needed to start a fire? That's okay. kindling. All right, so where are we the now? Question we didn't get to. Hold up. Okay, well, okay. we'll tell you that in a minute. This is called a tease, Cadillac like Jack. Ah, what actor that. plays Wolverine? Jack, Jack something. I've never seen it. Hugh Jackman. Okay, but question number one. This is what it all comes down to, oh, Cadillac wow. Jack. It comes down to one question, oh, $500 no. donation to the Eden Project. Drum roll. And the winds go away for Cadillac like Jack. It ends now. Maybe. True or false? Oh, okay. Men lie on average six Uh-oh, times a day. Is, oh. Well, that's just sad, number one. But why can't y'all just tell the truth? Bunch okay, of well, losers. It's okay, not anyway. just gender specific either. Let's be honest. No, yeah. it said men, men. Okay. lie on average six times a day. Okay. Bryn got that right. You got it wrong, Cadillac Jack. Woo-hoo! And my win, my what a win run though. We're not focusing on that, right? I'm, I'm at my 28 wins in a row. If it has to end somewhere, oh. this is a great place to end it. Fantastic. Down to the final question. Yep. The Just final count question. them out. One, two, three, three four, four $500, $500 cash to the Eden Project from Cadillac and Donna the Bear, 92.5. Donna, Donna, D-O-N-N-A, Donna. Oh. Howdy, it's Cadillac Jack. And Donna. Well, we're mourning um, the passing of Sonny Siler, Frank Sonny Siler. He was the patriarch of the long line of Georgia Bulldog mascots known as Ugga. He was quite a personality, larger than life. And you know what I think about? I think about him and Vince Dooley just sitting up there in heaven, just reminiscing about the dogs. And as a former Georgia Bulldog uh, student, graduate of the uh, Grady Journalism School, Don't. and former cheerleader, Donna. We know that Makes you're me sad. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs can open the season coming up here real, real soon. Yeah, they're going to open uh, September 2nd in Georgia, and it's going to be against Tennessee... And that's the Saturday. Yeah. yeah, I think we're going to be okay there. Oh, that's a 6 o'clock game, too. That's a night game. You know what happens at night games? The brown liquor starts flowing there early, Cadillac Jack. And somebody find somebody now to hold your hair. Uh, no. Yeah. Cadillac Jack.
It's not uh, Adina. Is it Adina Menzel? Yeah, just a lot of rain. A lot of rain coming. A lot of rain coming. You know, I was thinking about, um, we have a lot of friends that are living in that area. A lot of people who listen to the podcast, if you're down there, um, we're just sending you all of our love and our best wishes. And I hope that you evacuated. These people that don't evacuate. Um, Melissa Hunt and Tracy Hunt are two of our really dear friends. And they're, Melissa's a huge pod listener. And they are down there. And she said they were just moving some furniture around. They just didn't want it to get blown away. I'm like, okay, what about you people getting blown away? Yeah, I think they're used to I guess to people it. who live down there are just yeah. very, like, they're used to it. Yeah. You know who's down there who's refusing to uh, leave is Brian. There's a, uh, oh, your old program director. Brian Thomas, BT, coach. Yes, he He's out there just standing yeah. on the dock watching the water come up. And I'm like, you need to get back inside. You're elderly. You don't need anything to happen. Oh, you don't tell BT that. Don't tell BT you know? that. Don't tell BT that. Make him, make him feel well, horrible. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, he's uh, he, he, I don't think he's ever yeah, evacuated. I mean, before. I just don't know that it's safe. To all our Tampa peeps and uh, Florida podcast peeps and Georgia, South Georgia, Central Georgia podcast peeps, thinking about you, uh, get through the storm and then enjoy your three-day Labor Day weekend. That's right. Three-day Labor Day weekend is coming up. Hopefully, three-day week for you or a three-day weekend for you, rather. We'll be with you Tuesday through uh, Friday on Radio Atlanta's The Bear 985 uh, off Monday Labor Day. And um, it's a great time to catch up on episodes if you've missed one or two furniture. or three. And, and go get furniture. And go get furniture. But let's start first with uh, pitching the podcast on it. And that is if, you, if you've missed an episode or four, you can go back now. Pick them up. Now, you do not have to listen in order. It doesn't matter what episode you listen to when. Now, because we talk a lot about current events and headlines and pop culture and things like that, you're better served listening in, in sequence. But you don't have to. You can go back and listen to any episode you want, anytime you want. Just pick up where you want and just suck it up again. All right. Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast. Great opportunity, great time to pick up and, uh, and, and introduce it to other folks to uh, to enjoy also is during holidays and holiday weekends. Why do I have a delay? I don't know. We're already 30 minutes into this episode. You're not call, call, calling me out for giving you a delay. Check your check your little ear. What's your little green ear color? <sighs> is, it, is, it, is it lit up, lighted? It's, it's off. Okay, it should be. No, it's not lit. Okay, what about your little... Uh, it should be lit? Uh, no, I don't think so. What about your little pink uh, your pink speaker? What about your channel one? Green ear? Channel one is up. And no no red speaker? No, green ear and red ear are not supposed to be on. Green ear, red speaker. You're colorblind. How do you know if yours are on or off? I don't. Well, because they're lighted up. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns, Bridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. A locally owned small business selling great furniture for every room at your house. Every room in your house at uh, great prices to gallery furniture open seven days a week, Donna. That's my yes. Donna. I mean, it is a great time to buy furniture on Labor Day because you can walk the whole showroom. You don't have any, you're not in a hurry to get back to work. You can take your spouse up there. You can take your boyfriend. You can take your friend. Go up there, see Donna. Um, it's not like they're going to have huge Labor Day specials because every day is a special. So it's not like you have to, you don't have to rush up there and be the first one there or like line up. Doorbusters. Get that free recliner or whatever. It's not necessary. They're going to have great deals, just like they have great deals seven days a week. So if for some reason you can't get up there on Labor Day, but you prefer to go up on Saturday or Sunday of this week, that works too. Um, you're going to be able to see Donna. You're going to be able to look at all the incredible furniture. They have some amazing sectionals that are out right now. Um, brand new stuff that I haven't seen up there in a, you know, that I've never seen. I mean, just some Beautiful, beautiful, really modern leather so sectionals. And then they've got a, a really, really modern, like, cream-colored sectional. I got one also, but this one's even a step up. I almost, like, wish I had another place to put another sectional cabinet because I want you this don't. one, too. You don't. Roscoe could have a new bed, yeah. though. You give Roscoe one for a bed. I don't think Ro Roscoe does not need an entire sectional. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. But think about it. Two small things you need for guaranteed financing. 
from Gallery Furniture and Donna. Donna's going to push you through if you have six months on the job in a checking account. That's it. Six months on the job in a checking account. Guaranteed financing. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Open all Labor Day weekend. That's this weekend if you're listening on Upload Day. This coming weekend is Labor Day. This coming Monday is Labor Day Monday. On Instagram, at Ask for Wolfman Furniture is the follow on Instagram. Thanks to Gallery Furniture. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, uh, uh, everybody up there in Gainesville. Good folks in Hall County. Been with us in Season 1, Episode 1, S1E1 of this podcast, Cadillac Check My Second Act. Our thanks also to Fayetteville Ford, home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty, FayettevilleFordGA.com, Brightmore Healthcare, Brightmore Hospice, BrightmoreHealthcare.com, T-Mobile, paying more for internet than you should be. Of course you are. Yes, you, if, if you're with anybody but T-Mobile, you are paying too much for home internet. 50 bucks a month. Bam, that's it. T-Mobile, home internet, T-Mobile.com. And Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. He's Cadillac Jack and Donna. Despite all of these challenges, I have done pretty well in life. You have narcolepsy. You fell asleep during every college tour because you okay. it was hot just either bored, boring. but you can't hot. stay awake. It was hot, okay. Um, you're a narcissist. Uh, wow, is that a medical condition though? You are colorblind. I, I See, that's now, here we go. These are med, true, valid medical problems and challenges I have. I'm colorblind. Uh, you have restless leg syndrome. RLS, yes. You have misophony. The, the hatred of sound, misophony. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'm dyslexic sometimes, too. It's not an exhaustive list by any stretch. But. And you haven't officially been diagnosed with dyslexia because there are plenty of people who are actually diagnosed with that. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's see what else are we do done? you Let's have. Play. Let's play right there. I have no more space on the board. Monday morning on The Bear, 92.5. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen at the Appen Podcast Network. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. That's I-N-G-O, Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Uh, Mitchell produces uh, the podcast, uh, the radio show, 5.30 till 10, operations manager, the radio show, the morning show, and uh, helps out with the podcast as well. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Check, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Bye.